And if I'm in the press box, I can't, and I'm watching the game, I can't. You know, then I have to cue professional. I can't cheer, but you, you bet that. your ass internally. I'm like, yeah, judge, go yard here. Yeah. If I'm if I'm ever in a press box and I'm doing a Yankee game and somebody hits a homer, please believe I'm fucking cheering. Yes, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> that's what I want to hear. Please believe I'm fucking cheering. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> do it we what's up everybody we back we, like we're really back now so another week huh yeah man a couple weeks off i know well it felt like um it's been a couple weeks before we've been in since we've been in person together too yeah right? yeah like, for sure because albert you were with him but i was in connecticut like for for WNBA finals last week we did the um the CC sabbatical Ruko mailbag week. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. <laughs> for R2C2, which had the group chat up in arms about them not being co-hosts. <laughs> and, but this week we're back, and can you believe, man, this is our third playoff preview uh, episode of R2C2, man. Is it? Yeah, because 2017, 2018, and now 2019. That's awesome. Amazing I'm looking voyage. at these, these firings, man, and these managers getting fired, and who's going to take these jobs, and... Girardi's out there. I think Carlos should get a job. Mm. We'll see what happens. Heard, Baseball's crazy. Or CC Sabathia might be the next manager of the New York Mets. You know? Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever want to manage? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I uh, I have no desire to manage. I, I ever. saw I saw Coney's name out there really? a little bit. Would yeah. he want to manage? I don't know. I mean, I, I've talked to him a little bit about coaching and stuff, and I think yeah. he's had some interest in being I a pitching coach. I feel like coach, somebody like he like. I feel like this sounds bad, but yeah. I feel like Coney, just because of his generation, would have to coach first. Yeah, in order to manage. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Just to get the feel for the players and like how guys move around now is different than, you know, when he was down there every day. So I think he would have to like get like a little bit of experience first, but. I mean, I think he'd be, he could do it for sure. Yeah. I think he'd be, I think he'd love being a pitching coach too. Yeah. But yeah. The only thing that's tough though is economically, right? Like, not to speak for David, but like to be when, and I see this with Van Gundy too, to a certain degree. You get, if you get in a certain place broadcasting and you're making a nice living and it's not as taxing, and then all of a sudden you go to the grind of coaching and maybe you're taking a step down in dollars too, that can be a hard sell to guys. Yeah. I mean, but it, if you want to be in the game though, you yeah. know, well, it's um, different. You're right. It's, you know, it just it depends on what your passion is for the game, I guess, you know, yeah. so, um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of jobs wide open, so that's crazy. That I, I didn't hear Coney's name. That, yeah. That's that's crazy. I know. I just I just saw it. Uh, I just saw it before because I guess a few people had thrown it out there, and then Jack Curry, who did Coney's book, with how that. how long was Osmus uh, the manager for Angels? One, One year? year. Damn. Yeah, man. One year. One year. Callaway was two years. You're nuts. Could you see yourself coaching at some point? No. No. Nothing where I need to be uh, accountable to somebody every day. Yeah. <laughs> Only my kids. <laughs> That's it. Fuck that. That's I've been doing this like where I have to be for stretch at 2 o'clock every day for 20 years. Fuck that shit. You're done I'm with not, that. I'm not. No. Um, but like special assistant for sure. I want to be around the park and you yeah. know, 
be here. Andy's here now. Uh, Carlos is here. So oh, nice, man. So to you know to hang around like that would be awesome. What kind of stuff do Andy and Carlos do in advance of a playoff series with you guys? Um, definitely, you know, talking to, to you know Pax and you know Los with the hitters, and you know Andy talking to you know the, the pitchers and the guys, and you know just letting guys know what it what it's like to pitch in that you know in, in the playoffs and, and get that experience it's, it's, it's gonna be fun what kind of stuff have you talked to Paxton about as far as what it's like pitching here in October just you know everything that he went through this year is leading up to the, the start tomorrow you know first time pitching against Boston all those big starts that you know big starts that he had throughout the year they all lead up to these playoff starts which you know are pretty much the same intensity so um you know he what i what i wanted to what i wanted to convey to him is that he has the experience mm. you know and and you know sometimes you feel like you don't you know it's the first time pitch for the yankees blah blah blah, whatever but you know you've, you've been in these games before he showed me something man with what he was able to do at the dodgers in that game too because mm-hmm. you guys were coming off of being swept by the A's, and he goes out there and just shoves against one of the best lineups in baseball. That game and the game that he had against Boston early in the year, uh, when he wasn't pitching well and he needed a big game for himself and came out and shoved against Boston, um, those two were indicators that I felt like he could pitch here and pitch well. What do, what's, what kind of language do you use? Like when you see a guy pitching well, you know how like – Baseball, like dugout jargon is different than like the way you'd hear a broadcaster describe what's happening on the field, right? Like, you know, like you you can't call a pitch right down the middle a cock shot if you're on the broadcast, you know. But you can in the dugout if you want to. Yeah. You can call that, right? Like, what what if you see a guy just like shoving? What are you saying about like Paxton goes out, he strikes out eight in the first three innings tomorrow. What are you saying? Yeah, that that. I mean, we use the same same kind of kind of language. I mean, uh, Hap always likes to scream. He's punching tickets so, <laughs> when he gets a lot of strikeouts. So, um, yeah, I mean, we you know we get fired up too, just like everybody else. We 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 enjoy when our guys are pitching well. So you know, it was announced today. See, you won't be on the roster because your shoulder. Mm-hmm. You're a warrior, man. You've been you've been you've been dealing with different injuries the entire year. Ha- have been able to fight through it. You know what? Did you kind of, like? Did you know this was probably going to be the case with what you were dealing with? Yeah, your we, shoulder? Uh, we felt like it was probably going to be the case. Um, you know, so we tried to throw the sim game on Tuesday and just you know couldn't get any relief. So um, you know, we got another shot, and uh, you know, I try to play catch in Minnesota and and be ready for the second round. But um, yeah, I mean, um, you know, we kind of figured that it would be uh, some challenges trying to go to the bullpen and 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 trying to figure that out and and. Uh, you know, we weren't able to get it done for the first round, but hopefully for the second round for sure. You pitched great in your your relief. Yeah, outing. I mean, <laughs> I, I was comfortable. I'm, once you're out on the mound, it's all the same. You know, uh, getting warmed up and all of that shit, everything's different. But uh, once you're out on the mound and in the game, it's all the same. So, uh, you know, everything about that day was a lot different. But once I was out on the field, it was it was it was normal. Could you see yourself like, let's say you do, you know, let's say the shoulder gets back to you know a point where you you know feel. Uh, comfortable? Could you could you see your like? Can you see yourself coming in for one lefty to oh, to yeah. get him out in the ALCS yeah. Yeah, or whatever? For, for sure. I mean, I think that's what we were trying to um, you know gear up for. So um, I mean, I, that that's definitely. Hopefully, I can you know be that and and you know um, get some guys out out of the pen you know for the for the World Series and and the ALCS. All right, more on that in a moment. But first, a quick word from Omax. Visit omaxhealth.com and enter code R2C2 
To get 20% off, whether you're a professional athlete, weekend warrior, or someone who deals with aches and pains, finding a natural remedy that instantly works might seem impossible. Most over-the-counter pain relievers only focus on one basic cooling effect, which temporarily takes your mind off the pain until it returns. If you're looking to get rid of nagging muscle and joint pain immediately while providing long-lasting recovery, then you need to try the natural breakthrough pain relief solution, CryoFreeze CBD, developed by Omax Health. Recently, I had one of my buddies who talked about using this before golfing, so I used some. It was unbelievable. This non-prescription triple action pain relief roll-on is specifically formulated to block pain receptors, reduce inflammation, and improve muscle and joint flexibility. The best part is this 100% natural CBD-powered remedy works its magic within 10 minutes of application and relief lasts up to eight hours, much longer than over-the-counter products. Omax Health is offering our listeners 20% off a full bottle of CryoFreeze pain relief roll-on plus free shipping. This discount also applies towards any product statewide. Just go to omaxhealth.com today and enter the code R2C2 to take advantage of this incredible savings. Don't let muscle soreness stop you from living an active lifestyle. Go to omaxhealth.com, enter code R2C2, and feel relief faster. Thanks to our our friends at Omax and their terrific products. See, I I just want to continue with kind of your role here. So you're not going to be on the roster. However, I want to tell you a story because you're my friend and I love you. And I thought this was really cool. So earlier this year when Yankees got off to a tough start, I think it was six and nine to begin the year. And you guys started to play well again. And I was talking with Guardy and I was like, all right, what's changed for you guys? And he said, you know... He, he was he was thinking he was kind of like going through stuff and he's like honestly I'm not just saying this having CC back in this room changed it for us <laughs> he said that's what got us going again and he said I'm I, he said I'm I, and you know Guardy Guardy doesn't really just say stuff yeah. you know and like he was like I'm not just saying this because he's he's your guy and everything he's like it's different with him here and I don't think it's a coincidence at all that we've started playing well since he got back because of course you started the year down in Tampa yeah. where they started here. Your importance in that room matters beyond what you can do on the field. Are you able, I know you're a competitor, are you able to appreciate that, that you being here has an impact even if you can't pitch? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, um, I mean, I definitely appreciate that. And, and uh, you know, I, I, you know, I think I, you know, the guys know that I want to be out there with them and, and would do anything to, to be out there. And I think, you know, hopefully that 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 is enough to, you know, carried him through I guess if that makes sense I, I mean I don't know I mean um, yeah you know I, I love being in that room and love being a part of this group and you know this the only reason I came back is to be in this position is, is to try to win and it sucks to not be able to help but you know to still be here and, and, and be a part of it um, you know it means the world to me and, and I want to win with this group I've always said that that this group is going to win the World Series and I want to be a part of it and you know we right here you know we right on we right on it so Plus, think about this. In the wild card game in 2017, when Didi hit that home run, your one regret was you weren't able to be in the dugout to yeah, celebrate it. I was in the bullpen. I was in the bullpen, man. So now Me you and get Sonny to be in the dugout. The bullpen. <laughs> so Didi goes yard in the first inning tomorrow. I'll be able to celebrate yeah, with him. Exactly, man. You'll be right where you need to be. How, how's, how would you describe kind of the mindset of the group right now and the emotions? Ready. Of 
ready uh, uh, man this group is so ready man for whatever and and we have been all year we've been through so much shit um injuries you know everything and and you know we've came out on top and um the only thing that i you know we we had a meeting today and i said that we're ready for this you know we we have been all year to a man we've had you know guys go down and everybody step up and um you know, I don't think there's anything that can stop us, to be honest. Mm. It's a, it, you know what? You guys have kind of built this. Um, I mean, you you've built a, a shell of resilience this season, right? Like because it's almost like it's funny because your individual pieces are so good, mm-hmm. but it's like the strength of the team is the team. Yeah, right. Like yeah. I mean, because and of what you've gone through. It, but and and it's hard to get teams like that when you have so many great individuals, I guess. Um, when you have so many superstars and, you know, Sanchi behind the plate and you got Didi and you got, you know, DJ and um, Glaber, you know, you got so many superstars, you know, Judgy, um, it, you know, it's hard to make it a team sometimes. And, you know, that's that's the number one thing about this thing. This group is that we are a close knit team and, and uh, it shows. You know, we this is our first R2C2 together since uh, your ceremony here in the final game. First of all, we just got to say, seeing Carter fired up for Japan. Oh, was he was gr- so fired up. It was the greatest <laughs> thing ever, man. His reaction was incredible. He was so fired up. Has he always wanted to go to Japan? He's been wanting to go to Japan for so long, man. And, and uh, like, everything about – he loves everything about Asian culture. So, um, you know, he's, it's going to be fun for him. It's going to be a fun trip. What, what? Where did that come from? Like, where where do you think that stemmed from? I that, have no idea how old man. is he he's nine yeah I like it's, no, it's a strange thing for a nine-year-old right yeah man i have no idea and he's just like i mean you know everything about japan he he'd been wanting to go for so long so uh <laughs> it, it was cool that they were able to to get us that trip and I, we're, we're gonna enjoy that it's gonna be a lot of fun you know what's cool about that too is like i mean it's not easy to get you things you know you have a lot of stuff you've done a lot of cool things but like it's cool they found a place you haven't been right yeah, like, it, it, but it's cool that they put thought into it you yeah. know what i mean and and thought of a place that i didn't go and you know today um you know guardy did this awesome presentation during the meeting gave me a painting and um it, it was just you know the thought behind everything has been amazing um you know being here you know watching alex go out watching um g mo sato and be a part of those ceremonies and you know to actually have it be my ceremony this time was was kind of surreal. It was, it was pretty. It was it was a trip, but it was fun. I Nimer showed me the piece that yeah, uh, they the were presenting to you today. It is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. The detail man. on that thing is amazing. So that, I mean, that, that, it's awesome. Did Nimer show you the time lapse video of the girl making it? Oh my gosh! Yeah, but it was like it, it was. In, I mean, just incredible yeah, watching her putting the detail it, and everything. Just, I mean, the size of it, uh, everything. It's, it was cool to. to um, to have that today it was awesome with you with your patented screen like yeah. coming off the mound <laughs> I mean the, the detail on this piece that Gardy commissioned for CC is and what was it like having them present it to you and having it, Gardy it was cool it to you? I, I didn't want to cry again because it wasn't that type <laughs> of day you know but Gardy you know says some nice words and, and uh, it just meant a lot especially at this time you know when it's a tough time for me right now and um, you know not being able to be out there that, that was a cool moment mm. and and just looking back at the ceremony uh, I, I got to tell you, man, and I kind of, I told you like, you know, the video stuff was going to be awesome. Yeah, but that was crazy. I mean, what, let's first with the video, which Nick Tyrell put together, the one with all the guys from baseball. I mean, as you see Kershaw and Trout and, you know, I mean, it was just like all these different, you know, either your friends or legends in the game, uh, you know, commenting about you. What were you thinking as you were watching that? Yeah, it was cool. And, and I had, I stayed out the whole game just so I can see him. You know what I mean? Like I never, <laughs> I never really stay out in between innings, but 
they had them playing in between innings, so it was so much fun to be able to see all of that and um, you know all the tributes from all the different guys was uh, it, it was cool, it was special. And the family one, I mean that that just yeah, that was that like was. a, I mean that was like a, a medical formula to make someone cry. Yeah, man, that was uh, they did a good job with that, and, <laughs> and you know just you know little C reading the letter, my mom Amber, it was uh, it was cool, man. It was one of those uh, one of those special moments that uh, that you don't really get in baseball, like you know cool moments that you don't really get like individually in baseball. It's it is you know there's a million ways in which the Yankees are special, right? But I always think that stuff is where. It comes through. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it, nobody else really does that for their players and, and, and send them off like that. I haven't seen anybody do anything like that. So, um, yeah, it's always special. And, and, you know, people always try to tell you what it, what it is. To, it means to be a Yankee. But, you know, that type of stuff is, is what it is. You know, I remember a couple of years ago we did our postseason preview and I said, who do you think will be the X factor? And you said Hixie. And I remember at the time, I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then he ended up having at least one huge home run against Cleveland in the DS, which is when we recorded before that. So you have a good track record with this. I got to ask you, who's your X factor for this series for you guys against the Twins? I don't know. I mean, I think Glaber's going to go off. I don't know. Like, X factor, I, I just think he's going to have a huge playoffs. Um, I, I mean, I don't know why. I just think he's ready. You know, um, you know, he's been through it. And... Um, I think I think he's going to be the spark for us. I think I think it's going to be Glaber is going to be our our MVP of of the playoffs. Oh, I like that. Is there something about like his like his presence lately or his yeah, energy? Well, just or? Uh, just all the time. I mean, yeah. the guy's a superstar. I mean, you know, he's not scared of the moment, and and uh, you know, I just think it's time. I mean, it's weird because you know these guys are so young, and you know our team is young, but we've we're experienced. We've been through it, and you know we've been to. You know, uh, we played in the wild card game the last couple of years. We played in, you know, game sevens and um, we've been through it all. So I think uh, I think this is the time. Have any of the relievers who, you know, maybe did, I guess the only guy who's a huge part of the mix now who wasn't before is Otto. Is Otto. Yeah. yeah. Has he but, talked but to you even about Tommy, it Tommy was huge for us at 17. Didn't yeah. pitch for us last year um, in the playoffs. So. Having him back in, in, in uh, you know, coming out of the out of the bullpen is going to be huge. Um, Brett for a whole year is going to be huge. So, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm excited. Otto's got all the playoff experience. You know, he's pitching the playoffs. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, we're primed and ready, man. I think this team is ready to 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 do some special things. Today's show is sponsored by Keeps. Two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35. I'm one of them. The good news? With today's advancements in science, Keeps offers proven treatments that can combat the symptoms of hair loss. Keeps has revolutionized the way men are treated for hair loss. You used to have to go to the doctor's office for your hair loss prescription. Now, thanks to Keeps, you can visit a doctor online and get medication delivered to your home. No more waiting rooms and no more pharmacy checkout lines. Get the attention and service you need, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. Keeps treatments are up to 90% effective at reducing and stopping further hair loss. The sooner you start using Keeps, the more hair you'll save, so act fast. 
Find out why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors, and nearly 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. Keeps treatments start at just $10 a month, plus for a limited time, you can get your first month free. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to Keeps.com slash R2C2 to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash R2C2. We have a bunch of questions on Twitter. Uh, R. Zach, but not R, the letter R. R is in A-H-R. He asks, or she, who the heck knows what R is? <laughs> <laughs> Does this upcoming postseason have a different feel than all the others considering it's the last of your MLB career? Um, No. Uh, it, it, you know, it, at this time of year, it's always nerve-wracking. You know, um, you don't know how many opportunities you're going to get to try to pit, play in the playoffs and, and uh, you know, have opportunity to win a World Series. So they're all special and they're all nerve-wracking. And, um, you know, you just get a different feel at this time. How about this one from M. DeLuch, who asks, does your mindset change at all during postseason games? Is it a different approach? Not for me. Um, I'm, I always, I'm always the same. You know, it's, it's always the same mentality. Go out, win the game, whatever it takes. So, um yeah, it, I, I feel like I've always been good in that way that I don't change at all. You know, no matter what the, the day is, spring training, um, playoffs, regular season, it don't matter. It's always the same. You know what I was thinking about? Like, because I saw you on Get Up today. By the way, terrific outfit from oh, you. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, Thank yeah you. I mean, you look very stylish. <laughs> I continue to regret saying a couple of years ago, like kind of like poo-pooing your fashion. Like, I, I'll never get over it. I, I've just been proven wrong so many times now. But you, I know they were kind of talking about like the difference now in the game and talking about the homers. But I was thinking about it from the pitching. Like, if I think about the early postseasons here with you, it was like, oh, this dude's going to go seven, eight, nine innings, you know? Like, I mean, now, I, like, I don't know. The mentality could be like, hey, just blow it out for five, No, you know? I mean, it's just, it's, it's all hands on deck. It's, it's whatever you got to do to win the game. You know, I, I think, uh, you know, years, you know, five, four, five years, six years ago, it was that, you know, yeah. the guy, you know, you got to have a couple aces, a couple horses to, to pull you through. But now everybody plays it like it's a one game playoff. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Every playoff game is like the wild card game. Yeah. So they, so everybody pitches like every every manager uses their pitching like it's a one game playoff. So everybody has to be ready. So it is what it is. You know, starters go as long as they can and then everybody's on deck. And the, I mean, I get the, it's easier to do too, right? When you have the off days you have in, in the playoffs. It's easier to do too when you have a bullpen like ours. Yeah, true. You know? Yeah, um, exactly. That makes it a little easier. But yeah, I mean, the game the, the game has changed so much and the way the guys hitting homers now with these baseballs, it's, it's uh, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, exactly. These two lineups too, man. Yeah, oh, it's going to be crazy. And, and traditionally, you know, it's not a lot of home runs hitting the playoffs. So we'll see what happens with these two, you know, 306 homers and 307 homers. The, the, the regular season series in Minnesota, which I got to call, was one of the most unique and entertaining regular season series I yeah, can ever remember. That shit was crazy. Like you, we didn't know who was going to win e any of those games. No, it was crazy. It felt like arena baseball yeah. almost. Like right. Like I mean, each I, game. I, I think what the, the advantage will be here, our fans. Mm. You know, this atmosphere playing here in front of our of, of our home crowd. I think. Uh, I think. I think it pull, pull us through. Well, you know what that. 
segues beautifully into our next Twitter question. Ziggy90x says, CeCe, how does the postseason crowd affect your game pitching at Yankee Stadium? And Ryan, do you get hyped up like fans or do you try and keep it as professional as you can? No, you you definitely feel that energy. Um, We were just talking about it. You know, me, Cam, and Carlos was down in the clubhouse talking about 17 and how the Astros wanted out of here. You know, those three-game series. So um, we we look for these fans to bring it. We want it to be as loud and crazy and and as – crazy as in as wild as possible so um you know we we enjoy that so uh we look forward to tomorrow night yeah remember when we had carlos on r2c2 him even saying that he actually after they lost game five here when you guys went up three two he actually kind of like gathered the team because he saw they were all shell-shocked yeah i mean but even like it started in 17 with the wild card game yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. and i think judgy hit the home run and and just the fans in the stands and and, uh in the bleachers in left field it felt like they were like jumping over each other and shit (laughs) and i was like yeah this is it we're back now so um the atmosphere in here has been crazy the last three years and we look forward to be the same tomorrow night all right uh sports dudes is going to take us back to that video he said when the family read those letters on screen did you try and be tough and not cry or did you just say hey i'm gonna let it out oh no i had to i mean i hadn't been emotional the whole time this whole year and then i was the you know that was i guess like the you know combination of all of it 161st in river ass if you could pick only one song to listen to to hype you up for a big game what would it be um, it would probably be a Mac Dre song. It's n- nothing in particular. Um, just anything Mac Dre that it gives me hype. Mm. I I would think I would go with Annie Up. There's something yeah. about that song that just like fires me up, man. I don't know why, but it. it but just any like because I grew up on Mac Dre, so yeah. any 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 Mac Dre song get me fired up will, before a game. Will you be listening to anything in particular before the start of tomorrow? Um, nah, just whatever whatever playing um in the clubhouse. We we always have good music in the clubhouse. Yeah, um, Judge does a good job. We all you know pitch in DJ. Um, and we have we have pretty good vibe. Do you have like house. a jam session as a team before the start of the game? We always have. We have a good playlist. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fun, man. Yeah. I like that. And to answer the other part of Ziggy's questions, which I ne- neglected, do I get hyped up like the fans or do I try and keep it professional? I, yeah, I get hyped up like the fans. I don't have anything professional to do tomorrow <laughs> when I'm here. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in my <laughs> you, Yankee you got, hoodie going nuts. You man. got tickets to the game? Yeah, man. I'm going as a fan. I can't wait. I am fired up. It'd be one thing if I'm on air then I'm going to be professional. But it's like, there's no pressure for me. Somebody was asking about this the other day. Like, oh, if, if you were on air, would you be nervous? Uh, yeah. Well, wait, to, to like perform, to broadcast? Yeah. No, I wouldn't be. I don't, the only time I get nervous on air is when it's the first time doing something new. So if it was like the first baseball game I've I've done, then yes. Or like when I did boxing for the first time, now it's a year ago, I was nervous for that because it's like, I don't know what to expect. But the the stakes don't change it for me, just like it, the sport. Does DS doesn't have a broadcast, No, right? well, we have pre and post game stuff, oh, which okay. I'll probably do in the ALCS and World Series some stuff for that, you know? And so then if I'm in the press box, I can't, and I'm watching the game, I can't. You know, then I have to keep professional. I can't cheer, but you, you bet that. your ass internally. I'm like, yeah, judge, go yard here. Yeah, if I'm if I'm ever in a press box and I'm doing a Yankee game and somebody hits a homer, please believe I'm fucking cheering. Yes, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> that's what I want to hear. Please believe I'm fucking cheering. I don't give a fuck <laughs> nah. what nobody says. Oh, I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, don't. No, you know what's fun, man? When you like working the game as much as I do, it's fun to get to go to a game as a fan. Then you know, like yeah. yeah so I'm excited for that tomorrow. Um, all right, a couple more questions here, Girardi forearms 
That's a funny Twitter handle. That's a fucked up Twitter handle. <laughs> he, had, he had some huge forearms, though, man. He asked, who's the most superstitious player on the team? Man. Hmm. I don't really see anybody doing anything super, super crazy anymore. Um, nah, I don't. I don't think there's anybody. There's no one that's, crazy superstitious. Nah, not like how Jeet had to eat the same, you know, peanut butter and honey and all that. I don't think. Uh, I don't think there's anybody that not anybody that I seen. Wait, Jeet um, had to eat peanut butter and honey before. Yeah, he ate game? the same sandwich every day before. That's so funny um, before games, mm. uh, and we would take like one bite or two bites and then throw it out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he was he was crazy superstitious. Um, but I don't see anybody doing anything like that anymore. Um, me, I, 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 I'm superstitious. Like with the times, like you know, what time I have to be get a stretch, what time I have to go to the weight room, what time I walk out of the the clubhouse and stuff like that. But I don't see anybody doing anything crazy anymore. You only do that on days you pitch. Only on the days that I pitch. Got you. All right, Corey Shepard wants to know: Are either of us Breaking Bad fans? If so, are we pumped to see El Camino? And where do you rank Breaking Bad in your all-time shows? Breaking Bad is in the top five for me. Same. Um, and are we excited to see what? The movie. The Breaking oh, Bad yeah. movie, El Camino. No, I, am, yeah. I am excited to see that. I've seen that they had the chicken places popping up, though. Oh, the, really? Uh, yeah. They're doing that as like a promo yeah, for the movie? Yeah, they in like Venice Beach, I oh, think. Oh, that's sick. What's it called? Uh, um, Los Poyos? El Poyo. El Poyo, yeah. Hermanos or some yeah, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't like think that. of the name of it. It's been yeah. so long since I watched that show, but um, yeah, they got those those chicken places popping up all over the that's place. That's awesome. Dude, yeah. I finally watched that show this past year. Definitely in my top five. Oh, Breaking Bad, you finally? Unbelie- yeah, uh, yeah, dude. And because also it... It no, like ending. ends amazing. Yeah, the yeah. ending was great. Yeah, that's why they could do that. I can't wait for this movie. It comes out like next week or so. It's yeah. like October 11th or something. All right, Justin Diamond. Has Booney ever told you stories about his home run in the ALCS Game 7 2003 against Nobody the Red Sox? I don't want to hear that bullshit. Nah, nah. He never really talks about it. No? He, but he will, you know, but... um. We yeah, I mean, we he talks about different playing games or different you know different times that he played or against guys and stuff like that. But um, no, nah, I never really. I mean, I've asked him about it not at not at, as he's been the manager. Though. Yeah, yeah. Have, but we talked about it. What's his style like? See, getting ready for the playoffs. Uh, he he's uh, Booney's always relaxed. You know, he's. I mean, even if he's uptight, he seems relaxed. So. Um, he, you know that comes across with the team, and and it, it makes us you know feel confident and and relaxed and go out and, and and try to win a ball game. But he's super laid back, and you know he's a young guy, so we you know he has fun with us. I think you're gonna like these last two questions. This one comes from Todd Emanuele. The playoffs kick off Friday in the Big Apple. See, I see you and your family just went apple picking. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite kind of apple? Mine is Honeycrisp. Now go get another ring. <laughs> I don't know the names of the apples. You don't know the name, <laughs> no. like Macintosh no, or they had Red them Delicious. The, they had them in the uh, <laughs> in the bins too, I, yeah. and I can't think of the name of uh, of any of them. You know, but, our audience uh, right now is listening to this, being like, "This one, this one, this yeah." One. Fuji, Fuji. Fuji's yeah. one of them. Sadie Zillow giving us that one. Yeah. Nah, apple picking was amazing. That was the first time I got to go with the family. They go all the time. Um, but that was that was so much fun. We had a great day um, having an off day and, and uh, being able to hang out. But I don't know any of the names of them. But it <laughs> who, was a good time. Who took the picks? Uh, of us? Yeah. Um, Were you taking them or was Yeah, me and Amber. Amber. 
Great picks. Oh, that's a new iPhone. Dude. Yeah. yeah Portrait yeah. mode? Yeah. Wow. New iPhone, man. They were amazing picks. <laughs> I was very impressed. Our buddy Matt Siegel uh, is very jealous about your Apple picking experience, oh, by the way. Oh, he's Yeah. He, he's, he, not, he's not jealous. He's just mad because he won't take his wife. And yeah. That's, and that's now she sees she, everybody's going. <laughs> <laughs> now she has to go. Uh, all right. Sassy Cassie wants to know, is the Sabathia household ready for Halloween? Oh, yeah, we're getting ready. We're yeah. getting ready. We got everything ordered up and everything. I can't give away what we're going to do. Ooh. But uh, we're getting close. It's a big Halloween year, though, special. It's uh, always every every year is ho- big for us. I know. It really is. It's yeah. amazing. We'll see. Um, I'm excited for this run for you guys. This is going to be fun. This is going to be really fun. Get that shoulder better. Yes, sir. And uh, and you know what? Uh, why not go get number 28? You might Man. as well go out on a high, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll be back. With the, with the ring. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's what we like to hear. R2C2, you know the deal. Rate, review, subscribe. New episodes every Thursday. Go Yanks. Peace. Peace.